0: Hey everyone, it's John Corella, one of the co-creators and executive producer of Dance Moms. And I am super excited, I feel so excited to be doing a podcast about all things dance. We're going to talk about dance and film and TV, we're going to talk about the dance competition world and we're also going to talk about some LGBTQ issues that intersect with dance. This space is gonna be a safe space for myself, for you, for the guest to use our voice. Well, I had this great, good conversation with Darius Hickman. He is straight off of the Beyonce Renaissance tour as well as the Renaissance film featured in it. And I walked away feeling powerful, feeling really good just about being my authentic self. Um, Him and I come from two different generations of people who dance about 20 years apart. And um, we talk a lot about masculinity and femininity um, as someone who dances and the struggles with that in the dance community, as well as just in general in life. And so I know anyone is going to get something out of this, whether you're a straight man, whether you're a gay man, whether you're a woman or a young feminine boy. Um, We also talk a lot about, of course, his amazing time on stage with the biggest star in the world right now, Beyonce, and just what that felt like and then also about his training. So we kind of went everywhere and I'm so happy and grateful that he came on. And um, just a reminder, if you wanna see us on camera, you can always go to patreon.com, the only dance dad with John Corella and see this amazing conversation as well as hear it. So please welcome to the stage, Darius Hickman. Okay, I am here and I'm feeling nervous, I can tell, but I am here with Darius Hickman straight off of Beyonce, the talented, the bold, the fierce, the feminine, the masculine, the all in. of it. Love yes, that. With-
1: that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. I love that. That was great.
0: Me too. And that's what I definitely um, drew me to you because I saw the tour mm-hmm. in Phoenix that was unexpected. I'm originally from Phoenix. And then right. I saw it in LA and I was the person that did not watch videos on mm-hmm. YouTube. I'm like, Smart. I'm not doing it. Uh-huh. I don't want to see it. I want my opinion. I want my yep. drink. Yeah. I want to sit back. And, um, fresh as lens. Soon- say that again,
1: a fresh lens.
0: Yeah. And as yeah. soon as you, I did see a couple sneak peeks and you were in them, of course.
1: (laughs) Okay, period.
0: (laughs) So then when you came on stage, um, it felt really good. It felt really good to see someone dancing the way you were dancing. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm excited. So with that, I do this with all the guests. I'm going to do it with you a little bit too. Um, And I'll start off. So it's four questions. It's how are you feeling? Mm -hmm. Where are you feeling it? What color is it? And what is it saying? Oh, wow. Do you want to go first or do you want to go second? You can go first. I'll go second. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I'll give you a little (laughs) bit of a... So... um, I love... By the way, I'm obsessed with that. That's
1: amazing. Love that. With what? That question. That's just like a... That's an amazing question to start off with. I Because I've actually been getting asked this a lot recently and I feel like I can mm-hmm. actually answer it now. So, yes.
0: Good. Yeah, mm-hmm. because people always say how are you? Mhm. That's not really asking about how I'm feeling. Right. So, when you say how are you feeling? I do do it on dates sometimes or when I meet people and it's a little mm-hmm. jarring at first cuz they're like how am I feeling? I'm like, "Yeah, how are you feeling?" Right. You feeling good, you feeling bad, tired. So, I am feeling excited. Little bit, maybe it's nervousness, excitement. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. It is, of course, rhinestone, silver, has to be silver yes. if you're in front of yes. me. Yes. And I feel it in my throat. Um, and what is it saying? It's saying to celebrate you. So, oh, love it. Well, I'm feeling in this very moment
1: excited as well, but I'm also feeling powerful and i feel it in my hands mm. and in my heart and the color is definitely like blue very light blue um mm. airy mm. and what's the other one Is that it what is it saying what is it saying oh to it's you saying that i it's saying that i'm here and i'm present um, with all the
0: things in my life. So, yeah. It's good to be present. Were you not always present in your life? No, I think
1: I had a really, um, challenging upbringing. So I think for a long time I was in this place of trying to always, um, escape the moment, if that makes sense, like trying to get mm-hmm. out of the present moment and looking so far forward into the future to where I'm missing what's happening in the present. And um, I feel like I'm finally at a place where like, I don't have to prove myself so much and I can just really enjoy the gift and the talents that I've been blessed with
0: um, and share them with people. Well you definitely shared them with probably a billion people. <laughs> Thank you. I'm I'm trying to do a billion more and you know just you know all over. I know I know it's always that I know I know that feeling definitely yeah. of wanting to reach more people with um our why if that yes. makes sense. That's kind of a thing yes. that's been going um I don't know if you know did you watch Dance Moms? I did. You know, what's crazy. I was
1: when I when we were on tour on my bus um, in the back, there's a TV. And every time we would finish the shows, we would get on the TV. I mean, get on the bus, we would look at the TV screen and it was always Dance Moms on. But we could never hear it because we could mm. never figure out how to fix the sound. So We were just watching replays of dance, reruns of Dance Moms just on the screen every night after the shows. Um, But yes, I'm very familiar with Dance Moms. Love Dance Moms.
0: There is um, Len. Do you know Lennon Torres from Dance Moms? Um, I don't. And she, well, she was, um, uh, I call her Little Lennon but okay. was born Zachary on Dance mom. So was oh. a boy in transition to a woman recently. So okay. I had her and her mom on, her mom was on, they were on the Candy Apples team. Okay, um, <laughs> cool. And so we, her, what I took from her podcast was when you know your why, this is how I took, took it, you can deal with all the other crap.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So that's a good way of, um, and what changed that, that what made you more present now?
1: Um, I think like you just said, like, I, I figured out my why, like, I always knew that, um, I was an entertainer. Like I always was a class clown and just like always trying to make people laugh or, I was always dancing in the stores, just always just doing something as a kid, entertaining people, just like I always wanted to be, I wouldn't necessarily say center of attention, but it just naturally happened that way. Um, but I think I finally realized that like dancing is what I'm here to do. I've tried everything else and nothing else is as fulfilling, um, is as impactful and, you know, all of these things, it's it's not the same as when I'm dancing. It's just, it's, it's a different feeling that I get. And it's a different feeling that people get from me. And so I think finally realizing that it's put me in a space of calmness and acceptance. Um, because it's a hard career, you know, mm-hmm. and I think I left college early to pursue it um so for a long time i was like is this the right thing to do like i knew i was talented but i was like is this a smart decision to just like drop everything and try to pursue dancing as a career you know is that gonna happen and god and the universe has been showing me you know it's possible this is what you su- you're supposed to be doing and i'm gonna make it happen for you. you just have to do your part and i that's what i've learned and i'm i'm it's brought me so much peace.
0: Well, I I feel a lot of peace from you.
2: Yeah. I'm in a really
1: good space. I'm in a really good space. I've been telling so many of my friends that I just talked to my friend today from back home and it's been a while since I had talked to her and she was just like, you, you seem so light and you seem so like happy. And I'm like, I am. And that doesn't mean I'm not going through things and life isn't still happening, but I'm so blessed, you know? And like, there's so many other horrible things happening in the world. So I'm, I'm just grateful to have the things I have and to be where I am in life because I could have definitely taken a different path and been in a different space, you know?
0: Did you um, leave school before you see, before So You Think You Can Dance or after?
2: Um, during. During, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: I had auditioned in the middle of the semester okay and they told me if you go audition we might you know have to take your scholarship away because you know there's other students you know there and who want to come here and i was there on a full ride so i felt it was a i felt conflicted because i was definitely doing a totally different style of dancing i was doing mostly ballet in school so it was definitely a different pace for me and I did want to have a career in ballet for a long time. So it was definitely, I was definitely taking the right steps to get there. But when this opportunity presented itself, I said, I can't just say no, you know what I mean? Um, and my mom was very supportive as well. So I ended up telling the Dean that I was going to audition. He told me he might have to take my scholarship away, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, that's fine. Like, hopefully I do well on the show. Um, and that's what happened. I ended up doing descent, and I went on tour with the show. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to move to LA and try it out, you know. And that's how we ended
0: up here. <laughs> and then I feel as though, unfortunately, a pandemic hit. Probably right oh when you gosh. moved. It
1: it was insane. It was like I moved, and for maybe six months um i didn't have any work like it was nothing really happening i was just kind of settling into la taking classes and then i booked um i had worked i booked beyonce actually um it was a spirit music video a lot of people don't know this but i booked beyonce like i think this was 2019 or 18
0: maybe 2019 Um, i love that song because it came out around with the lion king soundtrack yes 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 so I ended up booking that out of
1: nowhere. It was insane. It was like kind of like my first real job into the industry. Um and what so I job. did that. Jeez. it was insane. I was like, <laughs> she came in the room and I was like, wait, whoa. So that was kind of like my introduction into that. And then shortly after maybe two days later, I had another audition for a tour with Melanie Martinez. And so I ended up booking that as well. And it was kind of like a double whammy. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I had just moved to LA. Booked the little Beyonce music video and then went on, booked a tour like a few days later. So then I went on tour and it was pretty good. You know, everything was great. And then the pandemic happened. So we kind of had to end the tour a little bit early and I ended up moving back to Florida.
0: And I missed that. Two years. Is that where you're from? From Florida? Yes. Oh, my Mm ex-boyfriend. He's from Florida, from Pensacola. Oh, nice. I'm from West Palm. West Palm Beach. I'm assuming. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm assuming it's on the West side.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, no, actually it's <laughs> okay. on the South side, East side, Southeast side.
0: Okay. Yeah. Right? I haven't yeah, yeah, been yeah. to Florida in so long. <laughs> Closer um, to Miami. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you said you've got this feeling of, you said you talked about feeling, I heard mm-hmm. you say feeling and, you're present and, yeah. you know, rather than thinking, thinking isn't feeling, mm-hmm. you know, thinking takes us out of our feeling. I know everyone listening is going to want to know what was it like? What did it feel like to dance, perform on that stage with Beyonce, one of the greatest performers of all time? Mm.
2: I honestly have still yet to wrap my feelings up in a cute bow because it's just still so surreal for me. I think
1: this was such a big goal of mine for a really long time. I think if as a commercial dancer, a lot of people, you know, want to dance with major artists. So that's, I think, a big goal for a lot of people. So for me, I didn't think it would happen so soon. So I think it's just taken me a lot to like still even process that I've done it.
2: Um but in the Which moment. Is, yes, yeah, in the moment. In the moment, it feels right. It feels right. It it doesn't feel surreal. It doesn't feel um out of the ordinary it feels just right it feels like yeah i'm supposed to be
1: here in this moment you know what i mean like and that's not a that's not a cocky statement it's more of like the universe's timing was just perfect for me like i would not have seen myself dancing with beyonce a few years back you know this era that she's in now for me personally as an outsider looking in i feel like she's ex- she's in she's in a new era and she's except she's inviting new people in and mm. trying to you know just show this different light um for so many different types of people and so for me i'm one of those people that like i have a lot to say and so i think in a in lamest terms she felt that energy for me you know what i mean so it's like i felt I felt like I was just at the right place at the right time,
0: well, and it that's probably very similar energy to her, yeah being be as a performer, I mean, yeah, yes, she's beyonce, but she's a human being, everybody exactly, yeah, for sure, <laughs> and, and she we tap in do something bigger than us. Yeah she she does it while she sings and yep. dances and yep. you do it while you're dancing. Exactly. I used to do it while I was dancing. So it's all kind of connected. Exactly. It's not, and um did you feel it sounded as though you were really present on stage in front of 95,000 people? Absolutely. You have to be, though. You know, you have to
1: be in those type of um super um high anxiety type of situations where anything can happen. You have to be extremely present. You know, I can't be thinking about what I'm going to be having for dinner later. It's not, that's not logical in this moment because, you know, the sound could go out or or the lights could go out. And it's like, you. what do you do then? You know, if you're thinking about <laughs> what's happening next Sunday, you know? So I definitely think I had to learn that. Too. I've always been a present dancer, but this um, tour really taught me And her, you know, being around her and experiencing her work ethic, it really taught me to, yeah, be present, like you never, and be prepared. Be present and be prepared because anything can happen. You never know, and that's what makes a true professional who can, you know, keep keep the show going, and and um, keep the people entertained, you know, no matter what. Well, you definitely did that, and she did that, and I was there when the sound went out exactly i was gonna say that was in arizona (laughs) right you were there yes so and and we were like you know people tried to say it was planned and all these things i'm like you really think she would plan something like that you know what i mean like she would want her stage to go out of course not you know so like it's just to show you that like it's real you know like anything could happen but it's like professionals you got to be ready we kept (laughs) dancing
0: you know were you on the stage when it stopped
1: I was actually about to come on stage. Like I was taking steps to
0: go on stage. And had that ever, did it? that ever no. happen? Whether it would be a rehearsal or. No. no, never, ever. I was sitting next to this girl, you know, I was raised in Arizona, but, um, it was a really special day. Cause I had just found out my mom was cancer free. Oh my God. So,
2: amazing. Yes,
0: it was amazing. So I got uh, tickets, took my cousin but when that happened, this girl next to me, she's like, Of course it happened it would happen in Arizona. <laughs> she was so bitter that she was like, Of course, our Phoenix, like, Arizona, it's gonna happen here. Like, um, no. <laughs> but um That actually
1: was one of our like for me, that was one of my best shows too, still, like just energy wise, like It was Mm -hmm. like even more so like we had to even give more of a show after that happened. You know what I mean? And people were even more excited once everything started back up again. And, you know, she came out in the new outfit. Everybody was like, oh, my God, you know. So for me, it was like the energy was that night was really nice. I I enjoyed
0: that night in Arizona. It was cool. It was great. It was really good. Now, how do you. um, So it sounds as though you've taken that being in the moment present Mm -hmm. to today to be mm-hmm. here in this interview when you, you, you said the word anxious, cause I'm sure some dancers are listening and I do still perform when I act. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have my freak out moments. What keeps you present? What helps you to get present when you're feeling anxious before you go on, mm. you know, an arena of 95,000 people.
2: Mm, I think.
1: What helps me? I think remembering again, back to remembering I'm in the right place at the right time. I think a mm-hmm. lot of the times when you start second guessing yourself, that's when the anxious and it's like, am I, you know, am, am I going to do this right? Or am I going to nail this? Or, you know, is my costume like going to fall apart? It's like when you start to like put that fear out there, it starts to kind of project back. And so I've really been trying to remind myself that you're okay, you know, and that Mm -hmm. you and that you were training all of your all your whole life to do this moment. You're training your whole life to be on stage in front of all these people, you know, Um, you're training in the studios in front of a camera to be in front of these HD and 6000 cameras and all of these things you're training in your everyday life for this moment. So like, don't start doubting yourself
0: now that the moment is here. Darius, you are,
2: I'm a lover of boldness and you are bold. Mm -hmm. So do you feel a lot of fear? Mm -hmm. I do, I mean, in terms
1: of what, in terms of what, you know, I, I I fear not being able to dance anymore.
0: You know, well, I, feel... I mean, I think your boldness is your. You said something in Ren. I saw the film Renaissance, and you said mm-hmm. something that caught my eye about femininity and masculinity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where I don't, and maybe you are. Maybe this is a good lesson when you come out on stage, um, and crazy and love and pure right. honey. Right. I don't feel that you're fearful in dancing, feminine, mm. looking feminine. And that, in this day and age, um, can scare a lot of yes, people. Yes, yes. Well, I,
1: yes, I totally understand what you're saying. I think, for me, I've, I've gotten to a, play, a point in my life where I know, um, I know who I am. You know, just simple as that. Like, I know that I have these super masculine qualities, and I know that I have these super feminine qualities. And I know that I like them both you know mm. i know that i have power in them both and um people appreciate them both mm. so for me when i'm getting these opportunities to step into both which doesn't happen often you know as a dancer it's like you have to be either hyperly fa- hyperly masculine or hyperly feminine it's like two categories that's it you know um so for me to get that opportunity to do both on that that type of platform, I was like you can't be scared. This is this is this is what I've been waiting for and then now I can show people that it's possible to do it with your favorite artists. You know, your favorite artist is also seeing that that you can be whatever and be confident in that and people can accept
0: that, you know. Um so yeah. There's Were you no always f- like that? Were you always no. so loving to the femi- feminine side and the masculine side in you? No,
1: I think I was, I was trying to figure it out. I think in middle school and high school, I tried to, well, definitely in high school, I was hinting at it. I was trying to figure out what exactly that looked like for me. So I would wear my mom's blouses sometimes to school. Um, and I was, I was already out and everything, but I was actually wearing girl clothes and like, you know, trying to style it nicely and wearing blouses and like little tight pants. And like, you know, maybe I'll I never really wore makeup in school, but um, I would sometimes do a little highlighter. Maybe I'll put in some con- just more feminine things. Um, and so I was trying to figure it out. And I I I never felt um, comfortable one way. If that makes sense.
0: And who made you, well, how, why, why, speaking of why, Mm -hmm. why did you feel safe to do that? Was it your mother? Was it your school you went to? Was it your friends?
2: Uh, What, what made you feel safe to do that? To explore that? Um, my mother, for sure. My mother was always very
1: encouraging she's also an Aquarius like me so she understands
2: my need for exploration Mm -hmm. um my school also helped me with
1: that I went to a lot of performing arts schools I went to performing Mm -hmm. arts middle school and a performing arts high school so I had so many different types of people around me and just people in general also helped that, you know, looking at people, different styles. Um, we had a lot of visual artists. We had a lot of vocalists. We had a lot of theater kids. So we had quiet people, loud people, you know, you, like it was just so many different types of energies, like super coy people, super like, you know, just all types. So I think I also take took a little bit from everybody to figure out what I like and I figure out I like it all you know what i mean so like and i can be it all because as humans we're not you know what's the word one faceted we're multifaceted people or we all have i say parts yeah
0: we all have different yeah parts and and i think
1: we should be able to explore that and you know not feel ashamed like i especially i feel like being a gay man i think um that's the beauty for me and being gay. I can I can explore both of those sides of myself and make them equal and 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 pull from both to help me be a better person,
0: you know. You know, I didn't watch a lot of So You Think You Can Dance, but mm-hmm. when I after knowing seeing you and Beyonce, um somebody told me you were in So You Think You Can Dance. Yeah. <laughs> so I Googled and I saw the one where you wore makeup. Yeah. And it was with a girl. I wish it would have been with a guy. You know Dude, what's that's crazy? That
1: thing. was, that's, and it, and it's crazy that that was foreshadowing my future.
0: So, and this could just be me, you know, mm-hmm. I'm in my forties. I danced in the nineties. You had to hide technique in LA yep. and you yep. had to hide femininity. Right. So it created this weird shame.
2: Right. Actually. A little right. bit of shame,
0: you know. Even right, if you sure. were not, even though there was a lot of gay men that mm. danced,
2: um, but, the,
1: but the look was completely different. Like they wanted you to be that macho mask behind the artist. You know, you can't. You couldn't show those those levels and those sides of you. For sure, I'm I'm aware of this.
0: But it does sound as though, because you said sometimes you have to be hyper masculine Mm -hmm. when you dance and sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to be hyper feminine. So do you Mm -hmm. feel there's this old way pushing into this new way or is it, has it fully changed to, you know, you just be who you are and we'll... Oh no,
1: (laughs) it's still, it's still the old pushing in to the new, um, but I think but I think people are realizing that, uh, the, the new is more powerful. You can reach more people with the new, more people relate to what's the new more people relate to, to these different versions and different facets of themselves. Like, you know, um, especially with just simple grooming, you know what I mean? Males men getting their nails done and things like that. Like People that, that should be common. Like you should want to be groomed and, you know, take care of yourself, mm-hmm. you know, so like, and that doesn't necessarily mean it's feminine, you know, so I think it's, it's slowly, I think it is changing slowly, but we're still nowhere near there. And I think that's why Beyonce did something like the Renaissance to kind of really push that forward and try to, you know, cause she's a trendsetter. Let's be real. And she, you know, has a lot of pull in the culture. So I think. Um, she helps, she's helping us out in that way of like showing people that like, there's so many different types of people, like, you know, especially in the industry, it's like, and we all carry, we all are great, you know, and we can all work together and create something magical.
0: I, you know, um, again, it's definitely inspiring, Mm -hmm. Darius, you know, that you rest in it, you own it, because I'm sure you get a lot of, I mean, I would assume you're on social media yeah. or in media people can act really mean and hurtful.
2: Yeah, for sure. You know, for me, I honestly,
1: I don't know if it's the delusion in me, but I don't, <laughs> I, I tend to not see too many hateful things about me. Um, And I don't know if that's because I don't go looking for it, especially anymore. I'm like. I just post my content and go, you Mm -hmm. know, especially I'm not fixated on what people are saying because I know at the end of the day, it's my art and it's just, it's art. So I just want to put out art. That's what I'm doing. It's not for really anybody's critique or opinion, but people are going to have that when you put things out for, you know, on social media. So I've kind of accepted all of that and I'm like, okay, well, if I don't want to get hurt, I'm just not going to look. So I'll well, share. when you're
0: present, mm-hmm. when you're present, you can't get you don't. hurt.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And you know that this is your, you're standing in your power right now. And this is your truth. And this is the space that you belong in. You, nobody can hurt you. It's like, I'm supposed to be, I, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. There's no, there's nothing you can say that's going to shift my focus. You know?
0: I know you inspired. I know a lot of gay men loved seeing themselves on the Uh, stage finally. Yeah. I think there was that. But I also know that you inspired, you know, femininity has nothing to do with sexuality, FYI.
2: Right. So I know you inspired a lot of young boys Mm -hmm. to
0: be okay being feminine. Literally. I heard this quote once. um, Do you know who Bell Hooks is?
1: Bell Hooks. That sounds really familiar.
0: Dancer? She, no, no, no. She is... Um, maybe they're... Oh, you're thinking of Galen Hooks. Oh,
1: okay. Yes, Galen <laughs> Hooks. I was
0: like, why does Hooks
1: sound so familiar? Yeah, <laughs> you're thinking of Galen
0: Hooks, who I know for a long time from yes, Dancing Galen with Marguerite. Hooks. Bell Hooks is a um, writer. She um, wrote okay. a lot of books. Um, she wrote this book called Will to Change and she passed away, unfortunately. So everyone, if you get a chance, listen, read this book. It's about masculinity and men. And mm. she says the thing that scares men the most in society is young feminine boys. Mm. If you bring in a young feminine boy in a room with older yes, straight men, they get extremely uncomfortable. Yes. So, it's not even the sexuality at times; it's the femininity that but I why feel. Why is that? Because I mean, that's a deep. I don't even know if I.
2: Um, like, I mean, why able to I go mean, there in my mind? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel it's almost it's sad
1: because I feel like we, you know, that's why a lot of people don't
2: come out so you know that's why a lot of people wait to come out and that's why a lot of you know people don't feel like they have a i don't know it's it's so deep but i just I wonder,
1: I wonder what that reason is because i
0: it's more of the patriarchy i mean that's what she says it's about this the patriarchy of men and it's actually tied more to to um, women believe mm-hmm. it or not so mm-hmm. when you see a man having woman traits Right. It's like you are so outside of right. what, we're, su- for what me, we're supposed
1: to be. For me, I think that's what's connected me with to women, though. My femininity is what's helped me connect to women. And I I naturally have a masculine energy in me being a male, right? So because I was able to tap into this feminine side of me, I've been able to really like kind of just... Not to say I, I have it all figured out. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm just saying I've really been able to kind of learn that balance of when to be dominant and when to kind of, you know, be submissive. And, like, I, I've, I'm i I'm, I'm able to really understand that a little bit more because I've tapped into that femininity side of, of that femininity. And um, I don't know. I think it's just it's, it's served me good more than bad
0: i will tell i will say that you know And what what was that line you said in renaissance do you remember about femininity um, and masculinity
1: well i was just saying that you i told i just i think i said something along the lines of that you can just be both and you don't have to be limited to just one really mm-hmm. that's that was the basis of what i said it's she Again, being on Renaissance, I was able to, again, get into the crazy in love and then go into the the savage with the boys or the, you know, my power with the boys and then go back into move with the girls. And then I was I was really able to step into both of those feelings
0: and. That's amazing. I didn't know you were in Savage. I'm gonna have to watch it again. Yeah, when it comes I mean, up. I was
1: in I was in all the boys stuff that with the girls. I was in everything that the boys were in. I was in, and then if not, I was with the girls. So it's like I was really that kind of in the middle. You can do whatever. You know, you just have to like, if, and especially if you can drop all your walls and allow yourself to go there. You'll be surprised with what you can, you know, come
0: out with. And, you know, I, I, it doesn't even have to be the dancers on Beyonce either. Mm -hmm. When I did, you know, and there was, I want to talk about the dolls too, because later, but how that was formed. But I did, do you ever find out that your femininity and masculinity makes those other male dancers who are only hyper
2: masculine? uncomfortable Mm. i think at first yes i think at first it definitely can be
1: whoa but i think once people realize especially if it's authentic to you once people realize that and realize that like, oh, you can hang with the guys and oh, you also can hang with the girls and realize that you're just this big melting pot type of person, Mm -hmm. people accept that, you know? And that was what happened with me. It's like, you know, I was, I could rehearse with the girls and do all the, and then I was back with the boys, chilling with the boys, like, you know, making jokes and like (laughs) picking on the boys, you know? But I still also had this femininity side because that's not, that's just who I am. Um, so it's just, once people realize that that's you, they accept that, you know? And like, I feel like it's, I feel like people start to kind of look at it a little sideways once you start to do it over the top and you start to kind of, um, rub it in their face, rub it in their face. I'm not a rub it in your face person. This is just me naturally. You know, I, sometimes I wake up and I'm feeling really cute. So I'm giving here, you know, it's giving like whatever, Sometimes I wake up, I don't have a haircut. I'm looking a little rough. The beard's growing in, blah, blah, blah. So I might give you a more masculine approach. I might be feeling more like dude vibe because I'm looking a little bit more rough around the edges that day. Like it just, it literally just depends, you know? And I think once people, you know, um, can accept that and, and authentically give that too, then people will accept you all over You know, they won't
0: care. They won't care. Does that happen when you dance too? Like some days you you wake up feeling, Oh, Absolutely. I want to dance harder today or, you know, and today or today I want to be a little bit more softer and feminine. Absolutely.
1: And I think, I think it, I definitely have, um, created this lane for myself though, which I've kind of, um, had to kind of exude this femininity, especially teaching heels, so I really have been trying to find those moments where I can bring that masculinity back out. So I do hip hop classes, you know, or I'll just, you know, session with my friends at the studio just so I can feel that energy because I need that. And and that it makes my it makes my heels dancing better when I tap into that masculinity stuff. You know what I mean? It just makes and and then on both sides. It makes that much more the it just makes it better. It just makes it better. It enhances it almost, you know, because I can pull from so many different places. You should write a book <laughs>
0: on masculinity and femininity. Oh my God! <laughs> I know. No, because I, need to learn I think a little it more. comes. It comes very. Um, you really accept it, you know. Yeah, I th- I'm going to contribute that too. It sounds as though your upbringing with your mother, your schooling, mm-hmm. because mine was different. I grew up in a Christian home, evangelical, mm-hmm. so then being thrown into dancing it was like well you're gonna dance but you gotta dance like a guy i mean i would even have mm. dance teachers say that so um where did you how old were you, when you first started dancing
2: i was i was about 12 years old and where did you start taking old.
1: so i actually went to a performance it was a hip-hop performance and my godmother had taken me and i said i just saw the girls performing up there i saw the girls dancing and i was like oh my god i need to do that um and so she signed me up a few weeks later i ended up starting hip-hop classes you know dancing it was kind of like a local recreational hip-hop team um and we kind of like did performances at the state fair we would do like local competitions in miami or whatever but like mostly hip-hop based but the owner was uh experienced. He had like technique background and he had went to um a technique school. His sisters had went to this school as well. And he told me about the school. He told my mom about the school and she ended up um we ended up auditioning for the school. I had no training. I just kind of he made me a solo. It was like a minute solo. I wore gym shorts to the audition, like had no idea like what was happening. Um, But I knew I just wanted to dance and do more because I had started doing hip hop, fell in love with it. But then I saw there was other styles that I didn't know about, like the ballet and the jazz. Um, I didn't in the contemporary. I wasn't familiar with those styles because I had just started, you know, bucking and being crazy. So once he told me about that, I wanted to go to that school, audition for the school, made it into the school. That was Bach Middle School of the Arts. And that's kind of where my dance training really started, because we were taking ballet and contemporary and jazz um, fully. And then I did that sixth, seventh and eighth grade. And then kind of once once I got into eighth grade, once I was going into high school, I realized I needed a little bit more technique, <laughs> Um, so I went to, I started going to ballet summer intensives. And so the first one I went to was the Herod Conservatory, which was in Boca Raton. It's like this really strict Vaganova
0: ballet school. Um, Look so at I went you, Vaganova, thrown yeah. out words like that.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm all in it. Um, and so I went there and really was like picking up on my training. And then I started going into, then I auditioned for the high school, got into the high school And just started training more. And then I went to an outside studio, started going to an outside studio as well. So I was doing a hip hop outside studio and going to school for dance. Like I was literally just dancing. Um, And then I ended up stopped doing the hip hop and then just focusing on the technical
0: stuff. And then, yeah, just kind of built from there. What made, what did you fall in,
2: what, what made you, how did you fall in love with dancing after your first class? What did it for you? because I wasn't good at it. And I was like, I need to, I need to be good at this. That's what really made me like,
1: that's what really stuck it for me. It was like, and that's what still keeps me in it right now. And that's what keeps me so versatile as a dancer, because I really want to learn everything. I really want to be experienced in everything. So I was like, oh my God, there's this, called ballet that I have no idea what's going on I need to know you know and then I was not I was horrible at it so I was like oh I need to do this a lot more to get good at it and so it gave me a lot of discipline too you know so I was like I was so focused and it it brought a lot of focus to me so I was like I need this is what I needed it was exactly what I needed because again I did have a like I said a a rough upbringing as a child like a toddler kind of growing up it was Mm -hmm. it was really rough for me so I needed an escape like some I needed something to discipline me and like kind of ground me a little bit and give me some focus because I felt very out of place in the world and very not wanted so Mm. um dance dance definitely helped me like focus my, all my energy on it, like on one thing, at least, you know, Would you
0: say dance saved your life?
2: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And it's kind of cliche because a lot of people say that, but, you know, for me personally, I think it did. I don't think I would, I definitely wouldn't be the person I am if I wasn't dancing, like honestly and truly. So it's taught me a lot about myself and just about
0: life and the older i get the more i realized how much dance saved me whether it was Mm -hmm. the girls in my dance class you know that were so accepting or yeah um just you already how old are you if you don't mind me asking oh my gosh i'll be 25 next month
1: baby i know (laughs)
2: <laughs> You're Isn't like I insane? know.
1: I feel like I've lived like three lives though,
0: which is insane. Um, I forgot what I was going to say, but definitely, yeah, no, you are a baby. Um, yeah, you probably will realize it more. Well, you have a strong voice for 25 too. You have, you got your yeah. meaning, like you yeah. have a point of view.
2: Yeah. Again, it was rough.
1: It was rough. Mm-hmm. Like I I my mom was accepting, yes, but doesn't mean life was great. You know what I mean? So what do you have
0: to say to those? Cause you know that a lot of I mean, be I've said this before on the podcast, but behind mm-hmm. here I have my why is, you know, um little John Johns. That's what they used to call me. So like there's me, little yep. John John. Yeah. There's this little you know, there's these well, unfortunately there's these pictures of these young feminine boys who Mm -hmm. killed themselves for coming out. Mm. So I do like having, because unfortunately that they don't go the route that you and I did, they don't have the support. So what would you say to those who don't have the support and who want to dance and who are feminine
2: and who want to be bold like you and are younger? The only thing stopping you from getting there is you,
1: you know, I think we all we have to take control of our own lives. And that's what I've realized. It's like if I want these things and I want to be accepted for these things, I kind of have to make that happen for me. And I'm not going to stop until people see that and people accept that, you know, because we all have that space and that opportunity to be whatever we want to be. So why should I feel like I can't be accepted for being this or being that. Um, and it's a, you really have to change your mindset and, and sometimes you might not have the support, but that doesn't mean it doesn't need to happen for you. You know, you don't always have to make it somewhere with a whole group of people behind you. Sometimes you need to let everybody go in order to make it and then be like, okay, I can pull you back up now. You know, I can pull Mm -hmm. you back up here with me now. I just had to focus and really get myself to where I needed to go because I know the message I'm trying to convey. I know whatever. Um, I've, I've learned that sometimes you have to let people go and that even, you know, close relationships back home, even with certain family members as well. You know, sometimes, I mean, I've realized now I've had to not talk to people as much, you know, or not be as connected or as involved because if I do, I'm going to get off track and, 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 Lose focus of what I really want. And it's like, I'm, I have to prioritize that if I want a better life, you know, um, because nobody's living my life for me. Exactly. Boundaries. Um, and nobody's living my life for me. So I have to, I have to do the things I want to do. And that's going to fulfill me at the end of the day.
0: You know, you are way more mature than I was at 25. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I was a little. You know, I shouldn't say that, but it was different. Yeah, I will say it was, it's weird because there was a moment when it wasn't like when I saw Truth or Dare with Madonna in the 90s, there -hmm. was a little gap of like,
2: wow, these guys are
0: fierce and bold. They're like in your face. They don't Mm -hmm. care.
2: And then it, that was it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I hope that all these artists, Beyonce.
0: I keep saying Tate McRae because she used to compete in dance.
1: Yeah. Tate McRae. <laughs> I know.
0: And i like, all, yeah. All these other artists keep, you can have all of it. It's yep. not one or the other. And you know what? This is my belief too. We did it the other way. The hyper masculine. Come on, let it be. Just give exactly. us five years. exactly.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, to be honest, it's, it's, it's also like that. The feminine boys and the, the you know the people who also exude both these these are this is what's um, keeping the girls entertained. This is what's pushing culture forward. You know what I mean? The gay boys mm-hmm. and all that stuff. That's what's or the the feminine guys. That's what's keeping culture alive. You know what I mean? All the words and all the sayings and all the mannerisms, all of this and all the things and that that that's us. So it's like. And everybody wants to do it, so why not why not accept it and bring and keep the, you know keep it going? Don't tear it down and and you just like it from behind the screens. You have know you what ever I mean? not
0: gotten a job because you danced feminine
1: Absolutely. there's been a lot of things I felt like I haven't gotten because of being who I am, but with that being said, the things I have gotten have been literally perfect for me.
2: Hmm. while i'm so, thinking
1: while I'm thinking the other ones are perfect, you know I'm thinking that the other ones are gonna be the ones, and this is perfect for me. this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing but when, when in all hindsight it's something even better,
0: you know it doesn't sound like you sacrifice who you are
1: i can't because i i've i've been I've been fortunate enough to be blessed with these opportunities that are so major and things that I've literally Have written down and written about they're coming to fruition by me being who I am so I'm like if I let any inch of that go babe (laughs) you know I'm gonna lose it I'm gonna lose focus like my track is here as soon as I start trying to see what the girls are doing over here and trying to do what the girls are doing in my review mirror and trying to see who's behind it's not gonna work I'm gonna I'm gonna
0: crash you know what I'm saying I love that so by being who you are you're actually, it's coming in fruition. Absolutely. Your dreams. Absolutely. Did it take, well, for you, it went a little quick because it sounds mm-hmm. like it, because you, um, right after So You Think You Can Dance, which mm-hmm. I did not know you had that technique, Darius.
1: Oh, I'm, that. I really wanted uh, to be a, I wanted to be a Trina. Like, I really was like, I want to be an ABT, like. You still Alonzo could be. Q. <laughs> Alonzo King lines like I'm like don't put it you know <laughs> still possible. <laughs> but yeah, I want to do it all. Like I really want to do it all and that's what, because I had did ballet and stuff for so long I was like okay, let me try this commercial stuff and see if I can do this as well. And so that's kind so of So what I'm else at, do you right want to
0: do? You've talked about you want to do it all. What else is is in your vision, do you feel in your heart you would like to do? Um I think
1: I would love to do Broadway. I think
0: I would love to step into that world
1: because I really, I love, I love acting. I think acting is such a, an amazing art form. And I think that's a skill that I would, um, really enjoy learning. Um, and I already like, have
0: the voice for it. You
2: already yeah, have the point I also of view. Feel like,
1: yeah. And I also feel like I'm just already a character in itself. So I'm like, I just need to like hone in those talents and like really get the training. But so I would love to do Broadway and do like, go back into that kind of concert-esque world with that and do movies and stuff. Like I love, I just really want to be on the screens and be in, an entertainer. Um As far as dancing things go, I would love to start, you know, doing movement direction and movement choreography for artists and things like that, transitioning out of the dancing and more of the putting my steps on the girls because, you know, I do have a lot in the brain and a lot, to, <laughs> a lot to, you know, develop. So I would love to end up doing that as well. But, Again, just all around entertainer, you know, I don't know if singing is in my, you know, future, but if that ends up happening too, you know, maybe I get the vocal cords great
0: and start singing You know what I was saying to someone? Because I want to encourage you to sing.
2: Okay. (laughs) And I was saying this is somebody said um, something about, you know, when you're with a female pop star. Gay men don't
0: want to see feminine guys dancing.
2: Somebody mm-hmm. said this. And mm-hmm. so
0: let me refer, and that person was not, was mm. from the older generation. Mm-hmm. So made them, we were taught really hardcore not to be feminine. I mean, seriously. I it know. was, I mean, de- really so, quick. What I said was, what I love about this is, hey, when I, I used to dance for Tony Braxton. Mm hmm. I don't I didn't want to have sex with Tony Braxton, but I had to act like it. Right. So what I think and so that was hurting me as a as someone who dances, I want to be able to tell my story. I'm not saying you can't dance. Yes, you are acting, but at the end of the day, there needs to be more gay pop stars.
1: Absolutely. One hundred percent. Because
0: then I'm gonna be masculine and but then I'm gonna be feminine. If I were telling that story between, so that was the interesting part. So I want to encourage you to, um, yeah, I,
1: yeah, I would be a gay pop star. I would (laughs) love to, you know, like, and, and be like the one, like, I really want to, uh, it's going to happen. I'm going to make it all. It's going to be great. Um, but I really want to do it all. I have no, um, limits on myself right now. So.
0: And what are you. Did you take, I hope you did, did you take a little break after Renaissance?
2: You know,
1: I did. <laughs> I took like, you know, two months. I did take two months to like okay. regroup. Um, But we're back at it. I'm back working. I'm back, you know, on the grind and back doing the things. So... I, I can't never stay still for too long. I go into a depression and I I I need to feel productive. I need to feel like I'm doing something. Um, because time is precious, you know, and I there's just so many things happening in the world and things like that. I'm trying to I'm learning more. I'm learning no I'm sorry, words Darius. I'm learning now to appreciate the things I've been given more and just like appreciate my moments more. I am learning that. Um, So I've been taking my time and like really processing the tour and processing, you know, the things that I've done. Um, But I'm also like, all right, you know, let's keep it going and let's keep working because um, I don't want to, I don't want to get, I don't want to become stagnant. I don't want to, you know, um, end up in a, a bad place like i was you know or things like that so i just want to keep growing and keep elevating so
0: i have to keep you know i have to keep pushing and keep fighting and keep keep growing you know so when you say a bad place do you mean before you started to dance
1: i'm mm, no during dancing as well like in the beginning of my career just like trying to figure out exactly what i wanted to do and and still like it sounds like getting these jobs are like, they're, they're major jobs, right? But consistency
2: is key for me. Um, and what does consistency look like to you? Because um, to me, consistency is being present. Mm, so well, if you're at home, my... resting,
0: you're mm-hmm. present. You're enjoying that. You're on stage with Beyonce doing Alien Superstar. Yeah, You're present. You're that's in the tour my, bus.
1: That's my takeaway. That's what I need to learn.
0: Right. Because I want you to know when you are on that break, it can be a dancer thing because I used to struggle with this because we're doers and we, we, move, yes. we use our bodies. Mm-hmm. When you're not moving,
2: you're enough. Right. And you've already done so much. Right. Yes. Even if you
0: didn't, you don't even need to do that stuff. People listening. Right. Right. When we feel like enough, we create more. It's like a catch 22. Exactly. Because we're like, well, I'm, I'm happy on the couch or I'm happy on the stage. Right. People feel that, um, but we're not doing it for our self-worth and I'm not saying you're doing that, but I used to do that. And so, um, that would be a little bit of my, um. 40 year old advice no and i think that's amazing for
1: i i think i need to hear that for sure too and it's a constant reminder like i said to again enjoy my moments you know and enjoy those moments and like you said just be present you know being present in everything not just the on stage you know Um, because one
0: day it is it will end exactly as you get older you know your body is run down exactly We're allowed to be happy then too. I'm not going to
1: be able to twirl and buy. And I need to still be like, (laughs) I'm great, you know? So I think, yeah, I'm also finding my place without dance, you know, and finding what that is. And I think that's where this whole masculinity and femininity thing come in.
0: Um, Write a book, I'm telling you. It just happens to
1: be through dance right now.
0: (laughs) But (laughs) yeah. Definitely. So I brought all of you all up prior. So Mm -hmm. tell me, how did the dolls get formed?
1: Oh my gosh. I honestly don't even know the full story. Like, I really,
2: I really don't know. I think, I think it was just something that was just kind of,
1: we were playing around with it. I think it was something that was kind of always being said on sets and in rehearsals. Like, um, it's a kind of a gay type of, you know, slang anyway. And so I think just from us saying it around rehearsals, the doll coming in and like, you know, people addressing us like, oh my God, there's the doll. Like, it's just like, just by just being funny, I think it kind of stuck. It was a thing that like, it kind of sounds good. And I think it just stuck with her. And I think she was just like, I'm going to, one day she was like, after, you know, the, we were walking around the stadium doing bows. She said the doll, give it up for the dolls. Like after, you know, after one who, of the shows. Who we said like, that? Oh. Beyonce.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Okay. Like you know, to to stick the name. So I was like, oh, I guess that's that's our name. We're the dolls, you know. So it just it just stuck like that.
0: Maybe that's the girl or the doll group.
1: The doll group. Yeah. You know.
0: Singing. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go. I'd go. I mean, my
1: my my my. my, That's my my thing. My thing is the doll. So it's definitely something that could be in the works.
0: I thought you all were formed prior. See?
1: Really? Yeah. I thought
0: this was a New York thing.
1: uh, No. Oh, my gosh. No, it just kind of happened over time. Like, when we all just kind of been together and hanging out, different people saying it, and then, you know, it turns, it's just like the words kind of become an infection, and then everybody starts saying it, and then it kind of just stuck. Everybody was like, okay, they're the dolls, you know? And I'm, like I said, I'm such a character, so like... When I'm saying the doll, I'm like, I'm saying it. So I'm saying it every time. Like, I'm like, the doll is here. You know, I'm like saying it so the girls know this is what it is. So
0: Somebody I used to teach actually joined the um, tour, I think, maybe in Phoenix, but Autumn Miller. I think she joined.
2: Oh my God, yes. Love
0: Autumn. When she was little itty bitty.
1: Little
0: little eight-year-old, nine-year-old.
1: I know it's crazy. And like, you know, it's some of these people too, even going on tour with it's like we've seen, I've seen some of these people online, you know, and just like, it's crazy to like have shared the stage with them. And I'm like, that's what also made me realize, okay, you're right where you, girl, you're right where you need to be. You know what I mean? Um, Don't doubt yourself. Like you shouldn't have any fear because you wouldn't be here if you weren't ready,
0: you know? Yes, you definitely owned that stage i'm yeah, sure people I'm like that's mm, yeah i miss it yeah i used to dance with her um mother i don't know if you met her mom if she ever yes. came i used to dance we danced professionally together yeah. and uh and ironically i they were the when i um presented dance moms mm-hmm. they were the original group have you ever worked with maddie maddie ziegler no,
1: no. i have not i have never worked with her. You she's will. More in her like she's more in her like modeling era vibes right now, which I'm oh. also trying to do as well, like her modeling um acting era
0: are you doing any modeling as as um I'm, has I'm beyonce used to. you has she <laughs> used you for no. anything
1: no, but i'm i am trying to get into modeling i that is something I am passionate about as well um just like i i literally i don't know what it is about me and just. I just love art. Like I just love creativity Mm. and being just being creative. Um, I think that's just what feeds my soul and keeps me out of trouble and keeps me, you know, focus on just like the right things in life. Um, So, yeah, I'm just I'm trying to do it all. I love modeling. I would love to get into that as well. But I think soon, I don't know in what capacity just yet, but soon I have something I've been talking to some people to manage me. So we'll see if that happens.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it will. Yeah. I'm sure it
1: will. I'm trying to be like, Sue on the on the poster boards, like in, in, in like a athletic top or something, you know, with Adidas or Nike or whoever, you know? So oh, you
0: want that kind of modeling you want, Oh yeah. I'm trying to
1: like be, yeah. Or the Olympics are
0: coming up. So,
1: or I'm here, like on the catwalk. It doesn't matter to me, you know. Um, Which I love one. it.
0: Keep doing, you know. Keep um, doing. Keep being what you're being.
2: Yes, being what Not you're doing. doing what great. you're doing.
0: Keep yes. being what you're being, thank and you. you will have a long. You'll be happy, what it, yes. whatever you do. And um, yes, I, I thank you so much for. Coming on here, and this is the first season of it, and
2: I was so excited.
0: And um, we just had Laganja on. Love Laganja. She grew up competitive competitive dancing, so we talked. Yes, we did say
1: a thing together. You did? Yeah, like my we did say a thing together. I think that was the season I made it on there. She was, yeah, that was. Oh my
0: gosh! Ironically, you're gonna be the episode after her.
2: Oh my gosh, I didn't even. Yeah, see how. Yeah, we're
0: friends and everything. Love the ganja. Down. So how I end this is with it's kind of a rapid fire. Um, just go off of your instincts. I think I'm going to add one on because you said something, a question. Okay. I want to I wanna know the answer, but go off your instincts. Be
2: in the moment. Okay. Don't overthink it. Um, okay. And okay, here we go. You ready? Yes. I got to work my back. Okay. Who's your favorite dancer? Mm. Myself. Favorite choreographer. Uh, my favorite choreographer. Uh Christopher Grant. Favorite dance movie. Save the last dance. Favorite <laughs> style of dance. Ooh uh I can't pick one. Okay. I'll accept that answer. <laughs> I can't pick one. I can pick <laughs> I can pick three. Pick three. Oh, you can do whatever you want,
0: Darius.
1: Um, Actually, no, I can pick one. I can pick one. Ballet.
0: Okay. Yes. Favorite Broadway show? Mm, wicked. If you could compete a solo, what would it be?
1: Oh, I'd probably do a contemporary solo. I'd probably do a contemporary solo for sure. 100%.
0: One have any percent. songs picked out
1: i i don't have any songs but i would do um do you know olaf arnold's i don't you, but i want to go listen now you you have to know Olaf arnold's it's like i forget if there's a specific i forget a specific song right now like title i can't think of it but it's very competition like if you hear it you'll <laughs> know like or like anything luxe. Okay. for sure like i oh, i think it's is it bison looks i don't know but anything bison looks i'll do
0: so you you could whip out some alice cones and do a
1: for sure for sure I actually just it's crazy i didn't even think i still had it in me and i just did a video yesterday with my friend who does she still does like technique and stuff like that and she made me like do second turns and aerials and tilts and girl like just had me flying all over the dance studio and i was like i forgot i could do this.
2: <laughs> I but love yeah. it.
1: Definitely a contemporary style for sure. That's my vibe.
0: What's one of the boldest things you've done?
1: Be myself. (laughs) Be myself is the hard. Being myself is the hardest thing. Being yourself is the hardest thing you could do. Um, Authentically and, and, and not caring if people accept it or not, and still just going forward in that and knowing that, you know, it's, it's needed in the world and you're needed in the world and your energy and your presence and what you bring is needed. That's the hardest thing. Once, like, once you, once you realize that and realize that you're, you're, you're here for a reason, I think, um, you get over that fear or that, that, that thing, but that's the hardest thing for sure. It's a conscious everyday effort to be original and be different and be myself, you know? And not be distracted by social
0: media and the things that I see on social media from my peers, you know? That was a beautiful answer, and we're going to end on that. Thank you so much (laughs) for your time, your dancing, your talent, Uh, your wisdom, and um, I look forward to seeing more of your art. Thank you so
1: much for having me. This was a pleasure. I can't wait to talk to you soon.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Dance Dad with John Corella. Thank you to everyone at Hivecast for all that you do. And if this episode meant something to you, please share it and subscribe. Also, you can follow Dance Dad with John Corella on all platforms. But most
2: importantly, remember to be bold and be fierce.